0: So, three already, and already in November. This is in the know. Uh, I'm your host, Patrick. This is a a grace podcast. We've got some uh, interesting news, some grace news, some grace events to talk about. First things first, though, we always ought to talk about trafficking, uh, trafficking news. Uh, We've got it in Roebuck, so really close to some of our Grace family in Simpsonville. This came out on, I think it was October
1: 30th. Thanks, new at five, an upstate man accused of buying a teenager
2: as a sex slave.
1: The U.S. Attorney's Office says Robert Huber drove to Dallas, paid $5,000 for a 19-year-old girl. The victim had been kidnapped by a Dallas man and sold on a website. The U.S. Attorney's Office says Huber put a metal collar around the victim's neck and threatened to brand her. Investigators say he kept the girl locked in a room in his Roebuck home on johnson road there in roebuck and told her parents he would give her back for five thousand dollars now the homeland security raided his home last wednesday in roebuck he's since been charged with human trafficking and we're learning more about this case a disturbing case a mm-hmm. sickening one and it should be a realization that this stuff is happening in our backyards we'll have more on this guy's arrest coming up tonight on the 10 o'clock news seems like it's happening in everybody's backyard Right, it is. You listen to that report, and it goes back to some of the things we've talked about in the past, how during COVID especially, so much of this has went online. So this is where these transactions took place.
0: Yeah, so he um, he went to Dallas, Texas, drove all the way there from Roebuck, so which we look, you know, it's a half hour outside of yeah. mm-hmm. Um Drove all the way to Dallas, Texas, drove back, and then had her in a caller— chained up threatening to brander um none of that's new that's that's all been reported before by victims of of the, the mo of their captors mm. but uh yeah so there was actually another one in ohio um but it's uh that had so that in robot happened on the 30th and then the 31st uh 109 uh, victims were rescued out of Ohio. 177 arrests, 45 of them were children. Kind of similar. It was Homeland Security doing what they did in Georgia back in August, up in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Roebuck one was close to home, uh, and we've got a lot of people who probably shop in Roebuck or go through or maybe work there because of the our um, our family out in Simpsonville. So that that was the uh, the news. Not a whole lot made it because of the um, the election cycle and and everything that was being covered by the 24 seven media. So. Um, that was really, um, really kind of shocking with the details of the caller and wanted to make sure people, uh, people heard about that and they were aware. Uh, but moving on from that news to good news, uh, we've got something going on
2: oh gosh we have so much going on Uh, actually videoed with uh, the staff in thailand today and uh, for those of you who don't know uh, john and i lived in thailand for three and a half years and while there we developed two family resource centers that are uh, very strategic in not only preventing the trafficking of marginalized families and children, but we also are involved in some rescues and, and some prosecution, prosecution of some of the uh, uh, stepdads that abuse their little girls. Uh, but the uh, staff from Karat, which is about six hours north of Patia, Travel down to the Padia uh, Family Resource Center to do a little more advanced training. Uh, we have 12 staff members in Thailand, they are Thai, and they actually are doing a tremendous job of carrying on the work and uh, looking into a further advanced uh, advancement in that work and so the team in Karat have come down and are spending the week with the team in Patia to get uh, some more ideas and um, actually began to implement these advanced advancements for uh, the Bailey Sympathia. Well, that, yeah. that helps yeah.
0: my because she doesn't have to double up, you know, she can get them all at one time down at Platinum instead mm-hmm. of doing a training seminar and then going up to Karate. Right. and it yeah. mm-hmm. and,
2: and it'll build the team because they mm-hmm. have all been, you know, you, you see where they correspond on social media with each other, but they, them getting together actually builds the team and and, of course, uh, getting to video in with all of them there at the same time was really, really fun this morning. Johnny and I enjoyed that. What kind of
0: training are they looking at doing?
2: Uh, well, they, we just hired an English teacher from the from the school system in Thailand to uh, teach a, an advanced English class for mm-hmm. our kids in Karat. So we've got two English teachers in Karat now. And so... They are actually not only advancing the number of days, but uh, doing the um, class rotations, like what happens in Patia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have now uh, about 25 children in Karat, and so uh, they are breaking them down into different classes that rotate during after school, and then looking to do a full... Day of uh, week long day camps
1: for the yeah, kids. Yeah. So the the uh, the kind of the goal is to uh, what it, what the resource center, what the program looks like. Potty at it looks like also in Karat.
2: Right. There'll be some uniqueness about each one, of course, because they're they have different personalities of the staff and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, the services being the same, which they are very similar but this is well, this is exciting any of
0: those who, who's been to patia has seen the success of that so it's not a bad uh, business model to want to replicate <laughs>
2: exactly, it because right.
0: the impact it's had on the kids
2: yeah, i know it has and you know there's a, even more happening in thailand uh they my and chan who are the director and and board members of of the work there in thailand mm-hmm. are actually traveling up to the province of Loi to um, expand the work there. And then we've got work happening in, in China Poon, mm-hmm. that is just on the brink of a of, of go. You know, right now we serve uh, 80 children right. in the two family resource centers. And, um, you know, about 62% of those have sponsors. Uh, so there is a need for us to increase the funding just so that we can actually increase the the surface there
0: uh, and we, we've had um we've had a lot of people come to us the past few uh, weeks or months um talking about when is it going to open back up when can mm-hmm. we get back out there right and so, to Thailand, right yeah and something that we you know we, there are a lot of unknowns there but what we do want to do is we want to we want to be prepared what we usually do mm-hmm. is we have um like a pre-trip kind of a meeting, a briefing. Sometimes, if a if a church were to sing a team, um, y'all would go down there and right. kind of spend a, a Saturday or whatever. So, what we're looking at doing is to um, to kind of address all the all the different people who have come to us. Is we now have this facility here in Cornersville, and we're looking at doing a a Saturday, two two different Saturdays, where we do kind of a Grace Thailand pre-trip briefing, one in January, one in February. And the idea behind it is is that um, if anyone is interested or think that they might be interested in going in 2021 or even 2022, oh, we're, we're asking to come because all mm-hmm. the information, because um, it's a few things. Once is when, when you land there, any information that you're given for the next forty-eight hours, you do not remember, um, and there there is a, a lot to a lot to know, and it's um it's a good meet and greet also because you don't know you might be with somebody on that Saturday that you may be on the trip with. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, a little more to that, or what that like.
1: Okay. More. Yeah. Uh, and I think this is a great idea because uh, Patrick, like you said, the orientation on the ground uh, is not. Not very effective, and so we're looking at these couple of different Saturdays to do this pre-trip briefing just to give basic information about the trip and what can be expected, uh, price, general timetables of how things uh, move uh, while you're on the ground. I give you a chance to answer questions. It's a big overview of some of the the, the history of grace. Uh, what generally will be done? We'll get more specific uh, in the days leading up to your particular trip. But there'll, there'll be a lot of specifics in these uh, in these pre-trip. Times that we're together, and like you said, these uh, these meetings will take place in Carter'sville, and we're also going to uh, make them available online in the uh, in the future. All
0: right. We we ask for you to be in person uh, if you can, because of how much you'll gain from it. I know uh, in the past we've uh, we've heard a lot of people who who came to the physical meeting and then um, went to Thailand, and the feedback we get is what? What's the feedback we get <laughs> the, from the meetings? The
2: feedback has been, man, I should have listened more when you guys were preparing us, uh, especially about the culture and with the language. Oh, the language.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, I think
2: there's this misconception that, oh, I'll get there, and they speak English, and so <laughs> it's going to be okay.
0: Yeah, it's not
1: Paris. You're not mm, letting in Rome. No, <laughs> very, very little English. So that's that. Really, module of the training that Angie does with the with the language is uh, invaluable.
0: Yeah, and it's not like you have to know. You don't have to learn a lot. Uh, right. You're not going to have to listen to Rosetta Stone the whole flight. But <laughs> you know, it is good to know um, the the way that you would pronounce something, you know, just a greeting to a male or a female, and then uh, what when, right. when you um,
1: yeah, when, so when you, enter,
0: swatty. When, you swatty, when to do that, and it's just. um
1: Yeah, it's it's good to be able to say hello or thank you in any language. Right,
0: and it's it's. It's never a bad thing to know how to ask where the restroom is. Either.
1: Right, <laughs> that's
2: right. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's never. That's, mm-hmm. that's not something that you want to skip out on. And but you know,
2: the cultural uh, teachings, you know, I think if you really have a desire to go and work with a group of people, you don't go in trying to make them a mini America. That doesn't work. You, know. you go in and you need to have a... An understanding and a respect for the culture that you're actually going in to serve, and that's wherever, I mean, even in America, we've got we've got various cultures in our own state of Georgia, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't go in trying to change them. You go in with a respect. And so part of those modules and part of that training is to teach them about the culture.
0: Right. And it's, it's, it's a good time. And it, it honestly, it'll get you more jazzed up for the trip. I think. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, because
0: um, it, it's just kind of the kickstart to it. We're looking at two different dates now. Um, if you come to one, you don't have to come to the other because uh, it, it'll just be a repeat. But we wanted to offer two for people who uh, to give them that second option. We're looking at January 9th. Uh, uh, that Saturday morning, probably get started around 10 o'clock here at, at, at our Carswell office, and then February 6th. Mm-hmm. Um, we really encourage those uh, who have gone, uh, if, if y'all want, because this is a new thing for us uh, with, with this uh, facility here in Carswell. It gives us the opportunity to have more face-to-face, and that also comes back to the second thing we really want to discuss, which is our volunteer sign-up. Um, with our disaster relief We are going to be doing supply drives and with the winter coming in Georgia, you know, if we get an ice storm or or any type of snowstorm, uh, half the county, half the area, northwest Georgia could be out of power and we want to have our volunteers uh, ready to go uh, to to kind of distribute those uh, supplies as needed because again, as we heard at Roebuck and, uh, in the past few weeks, and we, we've heard it in, in Georgia, uh, trafficking is already rampant, so there's already an established industry, and if we throw away uh, an emergency or a natural disaster on top of that, if you mm-hmm. think they're going to miss out on an opportunity to get some new clientele,
1: right. and you're… you're, you're it often, yeah, it often exacerbates the problem.
0: So… With that, uh, we're looking for um, anyone who is interested in being a volunteer for Grace. Uh, we're looking at uh, supply drive volunteers, and then then. F- um uh a field team volunteers so actually who would go out and help Mm -hmm. um distribute those supplies uh reach out to us we're going to have a link on on the podcast where you can click you can go on our website we'll have it we'll have it there we'll have it on facebook uh if you're not sure about any of that just reach out to us on facebook messenger and we can send it to you so Mm -hmm. uh anyway you can reach out to us we'll get you that we just need some basic information for you to fill out and then those uh, those supply drive volunteers uh we've got an upcoming supply drive in december in cartersville and then in january in new harley and we're going to be using anytime fitness uh, right. their 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 um parking lot so every in cartersville um it's a very big uh parking lot that really really located well between 20c street and um So if you're interested in helping uh, with a supply drive, what we will have is we will have a a box truck or vehicles out there, we have tent signage, and we're just encouraging people to um, go get uh, supplies, which can be anything from blankets to water to female hygiene and come and donate it. We have our storage facility, we will keep that. And then, when a situation occurs and we need it, we'll call in the field team, we will load up, and we will go to where we need to go. That's right. Um, so that's uh, that's something if you're interested, please, please reach out to us. Um, if you're interested in the disaster response team or the supply drive team, and we'll have that link for you as well. <laughs> and then... Uh, that's something that we always enjoy doing every year because of what it does for the kids is our Christmas drive. Right. Well, it's COVID.
2: It is COVID. So what, it does the travel c- bands.
0: what does the COVID Christmas drive look like?
2: It, it looks like monetary donations that we can send to Thailand, uh, so that each child can receive a Christmas present from their sponsor. Um, uh, so the sponsors can send in, uh, a donation specific to Mm -hmm. christmas and that money will be sent um, Mm -hmm. to thailand and my uh, our director in thailand and the team will do the christmas shopping and they'll be the ones to wrap the gifts and they will do the big celebration with the kids
0: because even outside of a global pandemic if you put a a, (laughs) a stamp on something and write thailand on it it may not get there Mm -hmm. um and that now with with the way the the pandemic has impacted the the global um global postage like that mm-hmm. it just makes it more difficult and again uh we uh what we're really proud of is how much money that is given to us gets to the kids oh yes, uh, it's it's you know it's a reason why we've gotten where we are with god star mm-hmm. um and so if there's a way that we can take donations and just maximize the amount of that that gets to the kids. And we don't want to pay for postage. We don't want to right. pay for, for that kind of stuff. And in the past, what we've done is uh, if we've got a team going over in November, uh, we say, hey, if you we get load them space. up, slow let us know. And we've, uh, we've we've done that ourselves. And that's mm-hmm. worked out well because then they get to be a part mm-hmm. of that, that delivery. <laughs> But that's not happening right now, so what we're going to do instead is we're going to have a, uh, a virtual Christmas drive and where uh, donations will uh, will be earmarked for, for the kids, given to my, and like you said, the teams mm-hmm. will go out and make that. And I think that's great. Yes. Um, so... Because the shipping alone always may even if you send a birthday card, you never know. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: And some of the logistics behind that is we want to give the team enough time to purchase the gifts wrap mm-hmm. them and have their celebration. With They will uh, FaceTime live their uh, celebration, so interested persons and sponsors can actually be a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, we will be sharing all of that so that people can watch. But, uh, yeah, yeah probably will want those funds to us by uh, the 7th of December so that I have time December. to transfer that money over because mm-hmm. it, uh, it takes
1: a little time takes
2: a little bit of time to transfer the funds uh, yeah and because Thailand's going to make sure that we're not laundering money when we send send it so they hold it for a couple of days
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay well um, but that's going to be good. I'm hoping we get a really good response there for the kids because uh, just like it has in the U.S., it's been difficult, and uh, they, they have enough mm-hmm. enough hardships as it is right. um, throughout the year. This is something they always look forward to. So we encourage, uh, you know, if you're sponsoring a kid, let us know. Give us the uh, the designated. uh uh, drive, Christmas drive. I, if, even if you don't sponsor a kid and you feel led to do that, just please. It, it, it makes such a difference for these kids. Right.
2: And, and you know, I mentioned earlier we're 62% funded, so that means there are... A, a lot of children who do not have a sponsor right. who will get, you know, who even desire to make sure that child has a Christmas gift. So uh, there's plenty of opportunity mm. for people who aren't sponsors, who maybe cannot commit to a monthly uh, mm-hmm. donation, that can give to this Christmas drive, and it mm. makes a big difference. It does,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and any size donation helps.
2: Right. Yeah, absolutely. It really does.
0: Yeah, and um, it's, uh, it, yeah, I just, I wasn't over there during Christmas, but you know you are there for a month and a half, and you just see the, the the amount of joy they're able to squeeze out of the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really encourage people to be a part of that. And if um, if you can, whatever you can do, it, it would be it'd be greatly appreciated. And we're also because um, we have got a connection. I know everyone probably remembers the the tornado back in April. Um, the local family here, where the the husband. Uh, the father was lost mm-hmm. when the tree fell in the house, mm-hmm. um, and uh, actually, um, his his spouse she was injured when that happened. Right, um, she's
2: had two surgeries. Yeah,
0: and she's yeah waiting on another surgery. We we actually um, went around and and did a did a uh, fundraiser for them. Golly, what Tom flies When was it? was it? July? It
2: was during the summer. Yes. During
0: July, and. Uh, so we've uh, we've been in contact with that family, um, with the mother, and just kind of kept up with them. And something we really kind of we made a promise to them, and it was like we're um, we're going to be there for you if, if you need something, you come to us, and we'll do our best because our, our the, the Grace family is, is locally based. We got a lot of people here in Carso who right. understands uh, what happened. So um, she reached out, and which you know we, we've had that that conversation going on for months now. But she's needing another surgery. And um, back when um, when she, she couldn't work, she didn't have the, the vacation time because she was out so long anyways. And so we're looking at um, kind of adding that family to our Christmas drive as well. Right, mm-hmm.
2: and, and it looks different, of course, than it did mm-hmm. in Thailand, or what it does in Thailand. And so for this family, they're a precious family and been through such a tragedy. And for any, any of us that have been through such a tragic event, Uh, You know, there's usually an outpouring immediately from the community, but then life carries on and people tend to forget. And then the months pass, and more people have forgotten. Mm-hmm. And that is our commitment as Grace uh, with disaster relief is an aftercare, where we are extending our services to help families in this time. Whether it be, I mean, it could be counseling services that are provided, mm-hmm. but it's also helping with those electric bills when you've had to move into a different location mm-hmm. and just the help. You've lost a major
1: part of your income.
2: Major and he had a very good job in, in talking with her. And she didn't ask for Christmas donations. Mm. She didn't, I mean, this is this is how I prayerfully considered and, and feel led to do. Uh, she, when I mentioned it to her, she teared up and she's like, he always took care of Christmas. That was his thing. Mm he always made sure we all had Christmas and it was such a big deal, he surprised us. And they're about to come upon their first Christmas without him. Mm. And so I think it's an opportunity for our local community here in Cartersville to join in and and assist this family during this critical time.
0: Because at the time of the incident, she she worked in the medical field she worked she, she, had, yeah, was she had multiple jobs and in talking with her recently she's only been cleared to return to one because mm-hmm. you know there, there's only
2: and limited in that right
0: yeah due to her injury so um we're, we're really wanting to, to rally around this family as well so um that's also going to be included with our christmas drive and if, if you're interested with that just reach out to mm-hmm. us and um
1: that, that fits right in with our mission statements, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that we uh, strengthen families yes. and eradicate the vulnerabilities of human trafficking right. exploitation. Because
0: when something like that happens to a family, um, they are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. They are. And it's, it's, not, just, um, it's not just the, the, the physical health from this in itself it's the kids and mm-hmm. we, we want to make sure that systemic they, we want to make sure they stay in school we want to make sure that they keep on the right path and um, that's where we're trying to trying to fill fill a void so uh, please reach out to us if you're interested in that and just kind of recap because this was more of a uh, this had a little <laughs> bit more to do with our great stuff this time around um, we've got the Christmas Drive that we're really wanting to do big this year um, and then again if you're interested in the pre-trip uh, briefing the meetings Again, reach out to us there. We'll have the um, we'll have links to that as well in in the uh, in the details of the podcast and um, the volunteer sign up. Which is I, I don't want that to be uh, to kind of go go without uh, because that's going to be major not only now, but but moving in the future mm-hmm. with the, our fundamental operations in, in Georgia and, and what we want out of our volunteer base. So if you're interested in any of that, uh, we'll have the links in the podcast. We will also uh, have it on Facebook, uh, or you can just reach out to us via email or Facebook Messenger, and we can get that to you. Um, so please keep that family out of... Um, uh, in, in uh, South Carolina or the incident out of the South Carolina robot, Keep that in, in your mind because it's, uh, it's happening in everybody's backyard. So uh, we'll talk to you all next time and um, stay safe.